who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining the 63rd person uh, to clear the way. <laughs> joining me on the show today is CJ Gibson. What's up? Congratulations. Thanks, dude. Fran How's it going, Guardians? And Sean Finnegan. Chomp, chomp. And today's topic is a big one. But first, before we get to that, don't forget you can watch every Friday at 5 p.m. on fireteamchat.ign.com and then one day later on YouTube. We're going to be talking about the raid today, and there's this conversation going around in the community about difficulty level, Engram drops, and that's what we're going to be discussing. So first of all, does anybody think that it is too hard to get into the raid? I don't. Too hard to get into. That seems to be the conversation. People feel like they were throttled by prime Engram drops. Mm. I think – that if you were very careful and meticulous about your drops, you could have been able to compete in the raid day one because I have a fire team that has four people that have a regular 40-hour work schedule and they were still able to enter. Two people, myself, I work at IGN, and one other person was able to dedicate you a large amount of time. <laughs> but we didn't farm Pine Engrams. We finished 63rd. Nicely done. I feel yeah. pretty good about that. Fran, yeah. you were on the other side of the argument. I like – that you have to wait, that it might take a week or so to try the raid. Let's hear your take. Uh, yeah, Destin knows I'm pretty salty about this one. <laughs> it well, comes down to very yeah. simple math, and this is where we cannot get on the same page. Even the way that Destin phrased the question, is it hard to get <laughs> into the raid? No, anybody can load the raid up. Anybody can be 530 and go into the raid. The issue is how many hours per year drops on average across a player base. Where did you land? 
I landed at 5.32 after 50 hours of very meticulous grinding. Like I'm not an idiot. I chase the right stuff. I talk to people, do the Dreaming City, whatever. Like I just got some bad luck. I got every Power Engram almost on the map shy of um, Ace of Spades because of the amount of time again. So like just as one quick comparison, Destin, you thought you played 60, but I'm still looking for a full audit on the team. How much did each team member play? But you played 60. So um, all I'm really getting you, at is, I can tell you that Teddy only ran one character but just and that he worked a full sure, sure, but 30 hours. But it comes down to hours. Student. So just a very quick example. Mm-hmm. You ran 10 more hours than me, 20% more time than I had. Mm-hmm. But I just want to be clear. I love that the raid is hard. That was kind of written on the sheet is the raid too hard. And I'm like, that's not my issue. I love that the raid hard. Okay. is hard. My issue is how long I played, what I landed on. And I know a lot of people that landed in the 530s. Even some of your team members did, but not all of them. And how many hours did it take to get there? And for me, that's asking too much. And numbers don't lie. Stats don't lie. So, again, I want to be clear. The raid is not too hard. The raid is amazing, Correct. by the way. A lot of people couldn't yeah. do the raid. And I say, who cares? Right. So I'm going to finish this rant <laughs> with I really love how hard the raid is. I love even that there's a barrier to entry. But on week one and going into week two, 10 days that we had that take off work on a Friday, family obligations that set aside that we could plan – I ended up at 532 for 50 hours, and that is just way too low for a recommended light level. And last note, less fewer than 2,000 people were the recommended light level in the entire world. And that- I see no problem with that whatsoever. I think the raid should be a coveted experience that you have to work to level up to. If you couldn't get right. there the first week, yeah. you, you have need more 17 hours in your life. chances. That's who this <laughs> game is for. You have 17 it's hours true. on your second character, 17 more powerful Engram drops. To get raid ready, you only need to be 550. There is no more excuses after week two that you can't be raid ready. Yeah, there is. I have a wedding this weekend. I can't take off work this week. I legitimately can't put. That's right. Bungie (laughs) needs to balance the raid so that people who have weddings can get in on day one. You know I'm super salty, which I think hopefully makes for a good conversation. The issue I take is that there's an assumption that people can play the amount of hours you're talking about. Okay, so I, I crazy. think, I think that's can... it. The expectation thing is what is always, I think, the issue. And we blame Bungie or people blame Bungie, but it's like I think Destiny yeah. 2 year one – well, people do. I think the issue is Destiny 2 year one was a result of some of what you're saying. And I think the game seemed very approachable, almost too easy and oh, yeah. did not – you know, keep people's attention, specifically those people that we watch, yeah, like Dado and Gigs and all those, like, and, you, and you as well, who grinded 24 hours. Well, not, not in, you know, per day, but you played the raid almost for how many consecutive hours? 31 hours. It took yeah. us 31 hours that to play the raid. That is crazy. Yeah. But how many, did you, how many did you play consecutively, though, on one day? First day, you did like, like 12, 20, I think. 12, right? or, to, yeah, 12 or more hours. Yeah, because I, did, I oh, did 10 to 12 the first no, we, day as well. You did like six. Like I 18, did sixteen the 18 first day. Eighteen to twenty yeah. the first day. Right. Yeah, I played the raid for yeah. sixteen hours the first day. So, you, so you're so to sum up your argument, your thing is that you thought that the amount of hours invested to get to the point of the raid, you did not feel like it was communicated what the expectation of light level going in was, and and we, how would you want them to change that? I mean, maybe when we get to it, we should talk about what I feel was taken away, right? That's what this is about, is what was taken away from me by the hourly requirement. That's all. And certainly that I couldn't predict that. I couldn't look at 10 days of 
there are so many Power Ingrams. I was so excited, right? Right. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this is great. And like the rate, like I know it's going to be a tough one. I thought I was going to land at 540 something, by the yeah. way. I did. That was what I thought, but nope. And the amount of time it took to get there. So but maybe we can talk about what was taken away, but I was just going to say, uh, sorry, what was the question? No, <laughs> the, so the question was, A, what do you think we should do? And just to preface it, uh, right oh, now. The communication. Uh, yeah, the communication. So Destin has beaten it. I had some personal family issues as well. My grandfather passed away the day after uh, the raid or yeah. the day before, and I had to uh, fly out. But you have not finished it yet. We've played at the same part. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're both at, like, third uh, the big third encounter. Yeah, and I haven't even be... jumped in yet. Yeah. There you go. So, I'm totally blind. I've watched no footage or anything. Yeah. So, wow. That's really – you haven't been forced to watch the raid yet? <laughs> exactly. Hey, yeah. so I'm guess, amazed. Guess what? This I is... control what I click on. When I'm on YouTube, there you go. Why is that I don't an issue? People are spoiling people the stuff are, for themselves. Well, people, people think it's over that, now. That yeah. yeah, people think it's over. It's been spoiled because footage exists of it. And I don't know. I don't think. Uh, that's there's true. a factor of that, but it, for me, it's the player base. It's going to be very hard to find a team on the third encounter that is still blind. So uh, that's well, an that's important part for you, Fran. I could tear apart what you did wrong, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't care if you do. You, well, first of all, actually you, you did a, for more. You hours. did a call out for the raid team the day of the raid. Mm-hmm. That's no, you're I not going to get a raid team. No, that's not true. I already had some people in line, and they they were like the power that I had a raid team. It doesn't change anything. I was already playing with two team members, yeah. and actually, no, I had like four out of six. It wasn't like unorganized. But then you put out a Twitter call to finish off your raid team. If, I, yeah. I mean, what does that I mean? Again, I had what's to do the difference? I knew I had to do this for the review. I planned mm-hmm. it a month in advance. But do you see I had what you're saying? All- you're saying the player crazy. base is so exclusive. And it should how, be. And, and so that's the point. That's what makes it, it a coveted, rewarding experience. Yeah. This is one it of makes the it coveted that changes that they have ever done for Destiny. Why? Because they throttled you by light that fewer than 2,000 people could achieve it by having enough time in their life. So you want Meaning everybody. I wasn't incapable. Okay. If you, I took off work, I wouldn't be complaining as much. Mm-hmm. I would have done the raid. You see the difference? Why didn't you take off work? I did him? only one day. Sorry. <laughs> and I only stayed up <laughs> until 4 a.m. But like, <laughs> I know I'm not trying to whine but we're about not like, saying you're playing games. We're not saying you did bad. That's right. The but, point but is you didn't plan adequately for your raid experience is all I'm saying. But what's yeah, and the that's problem? right it's the amount of hours. That's but what's, all I'm what's the problem uh with going in week two? Because people I, act like that also. The, people act like because they weren't able to get to the required amount of light to get into the raid and do it successfully on day one, that it's broken and it's over for them. They have no other opportunity to do it. I don't feel like that. I haven't been in the raid yet. I haven't watched any videos. I've been traveling and doing other productions, yep. which is great because now I feel like I don't have any problem going in at my own pace. Yeah, to me, I don't really, get why people you must have, have that. like the ultimate player base. That's what I run into. <laughs> you, you have to go like... to freaking LFG. I can't play with my team members anymore. Click's already finished it. it. He's one of my team members. Yeah, okay? he had I to talked move to him on. last night. He was five fifty. Yeah. he could play more. He's gone. He's done. I lose that experience with someone I've been raiding with for years. So another so, player we well, played, he couldn't play. You he want to talk to about what was taken away from you? It sounds That's like one where of the you're things. Going. Yeah. So you can't play with the raid group that you wanted to. Uh, well, it's part of it. I have team members that I play yeah. with. So now what had happened is on uh, the first weekend, right, I had to go out and try to find new team members. And yeah. now I got people coming in saying they'll sit on the sideline. That was the best option short of going to LFG and like completely random. And I really don't like that. Dude, right. So I don't want the raid spoiled for me. And that's what I'm in jeopardy of. And then yeah. I also like playing the raid like at least heavily a big chunk of it at once. I played for 16 hours. I would have preferred that the team that started to get splintered at about 10, yep. which actually that that should be expected. If you're going to raid all day, you should have a team that can do it all day. I met two of my uh, but, raid team members on LFG. 
Yeah. I'm not saying like Elgin is a bad place to yeah. find, but I already have a pretty big community. It was yeah. very hard. And you yeah. want to you want to play the Raiders just people the that ease, you know, the, for the sure. Inclusiveness. It really is that simple, Destin. Inclusiveness versus exclusiveness. It was 2000 exclusive, okay? I'm going to call it the 2000 club because that's the number <laughs> I saw of the people that could um, across all platforms, by the way, mm-hmm. there was only one PlayStation raid completion by what Sunday night or Monday. It's pretty insane. Yeah, it was, yeah. Console not, was bad. I like That's that too, good. though. Yeah, it reminds me of that. Oh, but it it's comes. Not there it is. There it is. It's Don't coming. World of Warcraft, right? Yep. Go to it reminds me of old Dang. school World of Warcraft. So when, yeah. was that because it's hard though, or because of the time required? Both. I'm saying because yeah. I think I think when you're talking about a game that has RPG mechanics, they're kind of the same thing. Like the time requirement is part of the difficulty. Uh, there is, yeah, there's the, there's the RNG sort of mechanic and sometimes people are lucky or not, but we know that going in. Like we yeah. know that sometimes you're going to get screwed on yeah. drops I and didn't that's just know part that of the game. In. That's the other issue. But it's been Here, like that all throughout Destiny. But the right? main argument that bugs me about the raid in my particular case is you work at IGN. Of course you were able to do it. Okay. Where's Polygon, <laughs> yeah, GameSpot, and not, everybody else's raid clears? Yeah. They don't have them because they didn't. Yeah. I don't know what happened for they them. Probably, also, I don't know. maybe they freelance. For the audience, people yeah. who are saying that, just because you work at IGN doesn't mean you just play games all day long. You have yes. five. It's, not, it's a team-based activity. You have five other people that you have to consider yeah, rely also on. into that into that. Group. You manage a team of five people who are making content the whole time. You're making content the whole yeah. time. You're reviewing the game. It's not just like you get to grind all day long. Dude, yeah. and ra- I grind it a lot though. Yeah, and no, ra- we know that. But raid, I'm just saying, yeah. raid day drama is like a real thing. Like trying to make sure you get a bunch of people who are able to do it. At there the same was time. Yeah. there was the whole chess thing last week. Where yes. like if you open the chest yeah, and there's no per- there's no raid perks on that stuff anyway yeah yeah so no it didn't end up mad. still we were worried yes. i was like oh god you open the chest what'd you do so yeah, yeah. so i, I mean, guess let's read what some of the commenters say because fran you put out a poll and here's my poll we'll start with the one that's accurate it's <laughs> not being able to complete the destiny 2 last wish raid on week one an issue bungie should adjust or alter for the next raid in some manner vote and leave a comment if you'd like to clarify your stance 18 percent Said, uh, yes. an issue and yeah. 82% said, no, it is not an issue. It is fine. Fran said, fewer than 2,000 Destiny of the Game players are the recommended 550 light for the raid, all platforms. That ranks me about 24,000 at 70 plus hours at five. He's at 536. at the time, yeah. At recommended light, there's fewer than 334 potential teams. Trackers suggest fewer than 25 is completed so far. Happy with the stats, 50%. Unhappy, 27. Doesn't concern me, 25%. So, yeah, majority that's, that's said they odd. were concerned. But you're mm-hmm. also speaking to, to be fair, mm-hmm. your community. The Destiny, no, well, yeah. that, but the Destiny player base that raids is like, what, 10%? So on YouTube, going back to the original questions, as of Sunday afternoon Pacific time, this is from Fran, via Destiny Tracker, fewer than 2,000 Destiny 2 Forsaken players are the recommended 550 light for the last wish raid, all platforms at recommended light. It was the same. fewer than 500 potential teams. Happy with the stats, on happy, happy 75%. So it seems like the community is all good with having to wait a week or two. Well, it's not all good. For the most part. that you don't care about the 25%. That that it did affect. You, you don't get then, to say like, you you don't get to say how I feel about the community. No, so what I'm saying that. is you said it's <laughs> yeah. all good. I'm saying that you're excluding us as part of a special club. Okay, eighty because you didn't have to experience eighty two percent and seventy five percent say it's all good. That's correct. So so here's what's interesting because I would imagine that Bungie has probably had this conversation about Destiny Two Year One and even leading into Forsaken so many times that they probably leaned into the raid this way. 
for all the reasons that Destiny 1 people had a problem with or Destiny 2 Year 1 people had a problem with. Like 90% of what seemed very easy and approachable with Destiny 2 Year 1, <clears throat> people did not receive as positive for the game. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is a result of that. Let me, let me make an analogy for you mm-hmm. all here. Would we all say that the generally, as like a rule of Destiny, the more you play, maybe the better you get, like in terms of skill? Definitely. Being yeah. in the raid for okay. 30 hours, so we have let's, it let's down it to there. a science. Yeah, let's leave it there. The more you play Destiny, generally, yeah, you the better you get. You get yep. Yeah, you learn the mechanics, yes. you learn the weapons, you learn the all of that stuff, right? Do people deserve – do do 50 percent or more people deserve to get flawless wins? In PvP? In trials, you mean? In trials. They don't deserve anything. They don't deserve anything. You have to earn it. And that's the exact same thing. I don't think that the time requirement or the prime M-grams requirement or whatever impacts whether or not you should be able to get in the raid at all. If it's possible, it's possible. It's up to Bungie to decide how many, how hard that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you and, feel they skewed too far one way. Yeah, and you feel yeah. they skewed too far yes, one way, and well, I it feel it affected me directly. Yeah, but I feel like that's it affects me directly <laughs> too. It affects all of us directly. Maybe, yeah, right? but like I think that the point is, I think what people are latching onto is that they feel like they, I sense some entitlement on the on the part of the people who feel like they like it was too hard. Like I don't feel like Bungie owes the hours anyone. Are too hard though, or the raid. Just to be clear, you mean the well, time, time investment? Too hard and I kind of clarify. Yeah, that's what I want to be clear. Yeah, but it's I kind of clarified. In my mind, they're kind of a similar issue. Yeah, you know? because the raid gets easier the more time yeah, you spend I, doing it. First the time, thirty hours. Second time, two. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like you just don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone deserves to get in the raid. They don't deserve to get. Yeah, it's again, it's not that. It's just Wallace the hours. Like, let's say Bungie knew to a T it required an average of 70 hours of playtime. That's seven hours per day over 10 days. I'm saying launching an activity that it's very, very exclusive. And there's a lot of people that work very hard and have families. And sure, other sure. That you exclude they them. They do it week two. Though. And so, yeah. so just the last note, like, I <laughs> yeah. played Wrath how of should be? the Machine and I got to participate in that and I took a day off and I played a lot. I'm not saying Wrath was quite the right balance, but it was a lot closer to what I would say. Like, it, we were all on that last encounter for a long time on Axis. Like, I yeah. forget if it was, uh, I forget what the time was, but mm-hmm. just, I was like, Quite a while, but the the winning team, I also think nineteen hours might be a bit extreme too. I just think that um, I just think that the raid on day one should be a race between the best of the best players in yes. the whole world. An esports event. Yeah, yeah. Like it should be extraordinarily should be that's, that's why I like it. <laughs> yeah. If you want it yeah, you should. If you wanna be a competitor on day one, yeah, yeah. you gotta be esports pro level ready. And, and again, I agree like, with there's that. There's just no excuses. Like the, if I want to go compete at I was gonna say CPL, what that dates me, I guess let's call it <laughs> IEM or a major in C S. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna have to put in ten thousand hours and play with the best players in the world to compete. Yeah. End of story. If it's too hard, if I can't go win a major after only putting in 100 or 200 hours, like that's not yeah. the it's devs' a little fault. Because you're talking about skill levels more than hours. But Anybody it's the same play, thing. Right? We just kind of established that like mm-hmm. yeah. if the more and more you play Destiny, the better and better you get yeah. generally, yeah, right? Like the, it's the a little different. Of, the crux of the issue to speak a little bit for the other side of the argument though is that uh, time investment didn't matter because it was tied to an RNG drop. And I think that's not mainly. entirely t- – Yeah, that's there's right. some caveats there. Yeah. 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 Um, there's no right or wrong, by the way. I mean I hope that that comes across as much as I'm whining. No. Like there, you're not wrong, Destin. I just – like I'm left out and it's going to be very challenging. It had been challenging the rest of the weekend as the team got splintered yeah. and had to move on. I had one day and I would have been happy to fail at Riven. You know, I'd be more than happy if everybody failed. 
right? It was too Two hard. Two people did it. Guess what? Yeah. Surprise, MFers. And that would have been a fun experience, <laughs> right? Maybe I only made the fourth of the car, but I'm like, wow, this is serious. But no, it, it kind of netted out that if you did invest 100 hours especially, you were – you were in the race. Those are the people that really made it. Only two people beat it the first day in the first 24 hours. Yeah. And then it expanded past two that. It's and by, and by, <laughs> yeah. Give him two. Dude, I love 2402. And he shouldn't get the emblem, by the yeah. way. They should, they should basically I'm, give him some lore thing in the game. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he'd take it. I don't think he would either. But that's why that is awesome. They put in the work. I love that. I mean, it, to me, it just reminds me of old school, like, Hardcore raiding RPGs. Like I was a top tier raider in World of Warcraft back when it came out. Here's your mm-hmm. second World of Warcraft reference. But when those raids came out, many many groups would spend a whole month on one encounter, mm-hmm. and not even an end encounter. A whole month just preparing and raiding for one encounter. Yeah. And then whenever one encounter got beaten and a group got one step further in the raid than anyone else, there's like eleven bosses in those raids. Uh, it was a huge event, and you were keeping track meticulously of all these different groups on it. And then whoever made it to World First, it was truly you're the best raiding yeah. team in the world. Yeah, and that's awesome. It should be like that. And I don't think that more than one percent or two percent of the whole player base deserves to get to that point, especially because it's not as if the raid isn't open after that weekend. Yes, there's more opportunities. It'll be there next the, week and the week there's, after. There's three of us and one Fran. Do you have something you want to say? Well, yeah. I mean, just to challenge that thought, Sean. So don't you think it's more competitive if it's more inclusive? Like they had to compete against fewer people. But it's not as if it's not as if opening the player base makes it more competitive, including lower tier players and just having more people stuck at the first encounter isn't more competitive. But but that's my point is that I think uh, Clan Redeem would have won anyway, right? So you could have included more people in that. And I, so, by the way, it's not about the race. It's just about experiencing the raid and having fun. I like to do it blind. It's, it's something that actually a lot of players don't do. And I think that's yeah. where I'm really, I, mean, I, I I've been playing Zelda and Metroids and everything since I was young and I, I don't like using guides and I really, yeah, I'll sit somewhere forever and in the raids too, like it's tough. Everyone in Destiny likes to be the smartest player in the room. Yeah. Just makes it hard. And I like man, to be the best. it sucks. You know, I'm now, <laughs> and that's, that's where I'm at. I, I hope that I come out on the other side. Classic. That CJ and I can team up on our schedule because yeah, we're at the same maybe spot. Maybe Sean as well too. But actually. be at a yeah. space where I'm not sitting with people on the sideline that are pretending like they didn't watch a video. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cause I already had to do that on Encounter 3 and it's, it's painful. It sucks. There, there is something to be said about that. There are some people who agree with you. I am on the side of Destin and Sean where I, yeah, I mean, even this is from the guy with the family, I like the competition. So if I didn't have a wife and children, I probably would have sat there and grinded it out 24 hours like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I was not able to and had some obligations, but I still like it. I like that that exists. I think mm-hmm. it was cool to watch those guys. Mr. Infinity actually was kind of on the same uh, line. He posted in the comments. Um, uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah, no one can now experience it blind because with YouTube, it makes mm. it harder to do it when you watch okay. streamers and rates. No, I know, but I mean, that, there's enough. no, but there's well, some validity because more people watch it, it, right? It doesn't make it impossible. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, that, so, yeah. so that's like, that is a real thing that Dude, people are commenting on, right? <laughs> um, and then Ryan Barker. You can make a pact. Yeah. And, and, and it seems like that's Blood what you have to do. Well, no, you have Very to kind of say like, yeah. I think you have to like, there's some self-evaluation there to go, Hey, based on my life, based on the fact that, you know, I'm married with kids or how many times I'll be able to raid during what hours, are you going to actually make a point of actually not doing it day one? Like I think friend, you and I, a point. I know, but, but I my, made a point to spend 50 hours and I'm bummed. That's all this is about. Yeah. I know. But think about it. Cause you're taking, in the thirties though, right? What? 532. Yeah. When, yeah. On day one. 
on day like one. That's yes. where Teddy that's was. Like pretty Teddy close. Was but your whole yeah. team wasn't. My team as a whole was lower. But that's different because you had Click. We had several five thirties. Yeah, well, no, you have Click and other people who are really like amped to do it. And so basically, when At we Delta skip, when we rough, did man. when we did Taken King <laughs> yeah, Friend, I think we actually as a pack did it together. And then it was one of those things. Yeah, we did it over a couple days. We were not doing World First. Yeah, that was then. different then. It, well, I couldn't. I've never. Been, that's the point. I I've know. Built up a long time. Yeah. That I've been able to. Uh, by the way, I've waited two years to take a day off work to do the raid. Hmm. Um, that sucks. Although, yeah. wait, I did Leviathan. I take that back. I just can't yeah, we remember. We all did Leviathan. The, I guess I did. So we all did that wipe thing on Leviathan. Yeah. Um, there was a bug. So wait, I, yeah. did, I guess it was a year. But uh, but anyway, it's just very hard to plan that and the grinding out. I mean, I did spend 50 hours. It's just – that, and that was the, the side of it I know we kind of glanced over. Mm-hmm. It's hard to communicate RNG expectation. Yeah. But that, I was basing it on previous games. You know, I didn't think it was going to be easy, but – it just strikes me there's some irony to recommending a light level that nobody has. Um, yeah, yeah, like it incentivizes the grind though for the uh, you know yeah. for the long. And again, if I could just like, get in the raid and match make with people who hadn't done it, I'd be very happy. I'd be I like, like, I'm not worried. I feel like Bungie did exactly what everyone wanted them to do. Yeah, I put, do too. Put out an event that everyone wants to get to. Yeah, that is valuable to the players who want to get to it, mm-hmm. and then requires a good amount of time and investment so that it takes a while to get there. They always and say then, nobody plays their raids anyway, and then is incentivized yeah. properly, right? Like, isn't those <laughs> exactly. isn't that the trifecta of what everyone wants from a Destiny yeah. activity, and then when Des- and then when Bungie does it, people get on their case about it. It makes no sense. Well, kind of, but what's? I mean, I guess maybe that's the other side of it. Is in Destiny since you're part of it, what was the downside of if they launched it this week? Um, is it downside? that it would be too easy for everybody? You, you played in. for thirty hours. I'd be like five, sixty, seventy. Yeah. If be they too easy. But without any of your knowledge, do you it'd, really think it would have been but it'd like, be too, way too easy? It'd be too easy for that top tier team. Yeah, the top tier people. Yeah, for the, sure. The fact everybody that it, be max light. Yeah, like, the fact that yeah. it took twenty four hours of just like yeah, good, a, a good rate. My entire yeah, I think that's awesome. Were, my entire experience, they were all swords. At at one point, I think yeah. they were skulls. At yeah. no point yeah, I did I have skulls. it easy. Yeah. And that's why I take real issue with people like, oh, you prime Engram farmed, which nobody on our team did. Yeah. Or I had special advantage because I work at IGN or something. No. I had an excellent team that stuck with me for 31 hours. That's why we were able yep. to do it. And that's an experience that I want other people to have. And I'm trying to be encouraging to those people <laughs> who like couldn't do it. I'm like, There's you're going to get there. You might have yeah. to wait. Yeah, but there reset, should be a challenge. But you're going to be able to do it. Yeah. If you yeah, again, I'm not it. worried about completing the raids, completing it blind. And you play with people that I play with. They want to play with the guy at IGN. That's going to be rating. So yeah. there's there, there are those factors. So the question you so, did have some advantages on that sense, but like again, it's just putting together a team. You work at IGN, of course. There's some advantage there, but anyone yeah. can go to LFG like you said and do what you did. I do agree with that. That it's yeah. BS if the hours played by your entire team. You know, you add up and you did the same thing with LFG. Like maybe just because you had a community, it was a little easier. But uh, I do agree. Anybody could have done oh, it if they tried. Everybody in this room had that advantage. Th- that's what I'm saying. You could. I'm saying you work at IGN though and have a yeah. really strong community already. Yeah. But for the people out there who are like, I don't even know who to talk to. I do agree. A month ahead of time, whatever. You could have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I take no issue you, with that. So let me ask everybody this. Do you think for the next one – People are actually going to take the time to prep adequately because for me, all it was is we were communicating as a team throughout the entire grind. We were careful about our drops, extremely careful. We made sure like when we heard about the offering that affected you uh, not dropping, we made extra sure. And that affected two people on my team, one of which ended up being the highest light level person on our team who still got affected by two of those drops. Not I thought you were the highest. Yeah, Yeah. No, Timothy was. Oh, nice. And so like all that stuff happened and we were just material. 
meticulous and we planned. Some of us could only run one like Teddy. I think Illegal ran two. Mm-hmm. I ran three because I had the time to dedicate to it. It's like if I came into the office, I would do whatever I had to at the office and I would go home and I would grind until like three in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Rinse and repeat. Yep. You know? Yeah. We all grind. And everybody saw me. I was a zombie. Yeah. I was a zombie. <laughs> I lost weight. I was exhausted. It was <laughs> for the it was, love of the game. The weight's back. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but it took, it was a, it was a lot. Yeah. And it was – Yeah, I mean it, honestly tough. it was an incredible yeah. testament. That's what I'm saying though. Mm-hmm. The requirement to get there is super high. But how There's rewarding no is it though? It, like, it's – I've never felt anything that amazing in my gaming experience so, ever. So that's it. And we haven't even talked about the quality of the raid and we won't get into that really because that's a whole different thing. But yeah, did you weird. actually enjoy the raid? Like did you like it in comparison to previous raids? Uh, yes. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. And like what I've played, and that probably adds to it, like that feeling that you had. Because same thing with Leviathan. I did it with Steven, and we, um, you know, placed I think yeah, sixty fourth or something like that in the top sixties. Yeah. And yeah, when you have that moment of working together as a team and doing that, and then you you're also stacking yourself up against other real people who are competing. That adds and enhances, I think, the experience in a way that is hard to actually articulate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anybody else want to have any final comments about the raid? There, there are some comments that you copied, CJ, but I think we've kind of gone over everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ryan Barker uh, mentioned just he thinks that, you know, mid-game progression should be based off of, um, you know, just it shouldn't be time-gated. So I think that that was some of the things that people were having concerns about. Like, because I can only get so many prime engrams per day and then I can only do this or get so many, you know, power engrams to level up, that kind of sucks because if you were able to invest more hours to just get to a higher light level, then so be it. But you couldn't. You had to do it in a certain strategic way per day. I mean, you mm. could have grinded mm-hmm. out Gambit. You could have grinded out PvP and you get a yeah. power engram drop. Yeah, every there time was you more. Up there, you could reset. Yeah. No, I actually personally like yeah. right now everything that they've done within the context of prime engrams, daily, um, you know, yeah. power engrams. Dailies, the weeklies, yeah. the higher level weeklies. There's the, tons the reason to do. To sign on every day. Yeah, there's yeah. a reason oh, there's to so sign on every day. Do. There's a bunch of really good stuff and there's a bunch of discovery stuff. And Sean and I were talking about that last week. There is this sense of, Am I doing this right? Am I min-maxing my time, the engrams, figuring out what this does, how to do it? And, and friend, I think, yeah, the challenge is, is if you did not want to be spoiled on some of the things in the Dreaming City, you would not have done everything super efficiently because you do want to take the game in. And mm-hmm. there, I mean, I've played like that the last couple of weeks as well. Like the Dreaming City is awesome. Yeah. yeah like someone, incredible. someone just told me that I shouldn't be doing the weekly, uh, power engram stuff on the Dreaming City until I've completed all After. the other stuff. Yes. That week. I just found that that's out. That's only literally. up to a certain light level, I think, too. So it's, but yeah. So that's the thing is I just found that out yesterday and that's kind of a revelation to me, which yeah. is, it's cool. Yeah. It's you kind do. of cool, right? Yeah. Because, one, I'm okay with not being a world first competitor, but if I was, uh, the problem I have is that the people, it seems like people don't want to have to put in the required time, strategy, decision making, and have the skill level, but still want to be able to compete for world first. They like, just, that just doesn't make sense to they, me. They yeah, just no, want to do the time, but not the strategy. They don't want to min max on it, or like they're not thinking. Yeah. I won't say they don't want to do it, but I'll say like they're not considering other things that need to be taken into account. We had to masterwork a lot of our gear. Yep. We had to make sure it was on oh, yeah. restorative and uh, like uh, armor yeah. as opposed to mobility. Yeah. Some and of then these... we had to masterwork that armor. Like there's a ton of like uh, resources we also had to yeah. invest into and, our gear. And my point is, yes, some of it is tied to so that whole process is tied to different things, right? There's a time investment, there's a skill investment, there's yeah. obviously like a strategy and a decision-making process there that's at work. And I feel like no matter what argument I look for, and I'm, I'm just paraphrasing here, the raid being too hard or being inaccessible to the majority of players, 
goes back to one core argument of those things is either you're not putting in the time or you're not you don't have the skill or uh, you have a problem with the RNG or you didn't you know one of these things I just it reads all as entitlement to me I think you need both yeah that's where I, I hope you know don't be confused you need both it is the requirement you need the skill and the time mm-hmm. um, and I the had some of the skill and the team right yeah. I don't have the skill that Clan Redeem had and possibly not even the the strength that Te- Destin's team had because I know really it was players. fortitude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but still, like matchmaking stuff, all that. What's it um, called where you just don't perseverance. give up? Perseverance. Yes. But yeah. no, fortitude as well. But uh, my point is you, I think you do need both, and I would never argue with that. It was the requirement of time Yeah, that made it real rough. Uh, if, I know well, I've I just, here, I do want to, sorry, friend. I do want to yeah. just give a shout out to Teddy, Charge, his brother, Illegal, McCadley, Timothys. Uh, thank you guys so much for rating with me. Uh, yeah. it's seriously. Yeah, congrats, man. Yeah, it's really awesome experience. Incredible. And regardless yep. about the, the arguments surrounding a- entry to the raid, uh, it's, so, it's seriously. So real quick, I want to. And all the teams, yeah. the, the other top 100, you know, whoever they are, I would say. Mm-hmm. Seriously, none of this takes away from that, and I wouldn't yeah. want any of that to be yeah. confused. It's the way you might want to play, but like you said, Des, and the people that did it, it's incredible the amount of like it, perseverance they had. Like yeah. literally, these teams talk about almost breaking mentally. Yeah, so intense. The way it should be. <laughs> Real quick, CJ, there's something here from Mister Infinity that says the raid experience is dead, <laughs> and I'm kind of done with this game <laughs> because of how betrayed I feel, CJ. You know in your heart it's true. <laughs> and I hope you bring it up next what? week. So CJ, yeah. The raid, dead. Not dead. Over. Not dead. <laughs> no, not dead. That and that's what's crazy. Do I you pick, feel betrayed. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I picked some of the people who agreed with Fran and then some who agreed with me. I think we can probably wrap this one up by saying, uh, Sir Creeps a lot does sum it up nicely. Uh, the hardest part of the raid, getting a fire team together. <laughs> the most important part. One of them. a fire team. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. There's more players you could do that. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there are a few other things going on. We're probably going to have to get to them next week. What else do we have here? There's a new mode coming to PvP. Sorry, I have two run the shows here. <laughs> Crucible Labs is getting a, a breakthrough yeah. mode. Just yep. so everybody knows that's coming September 25th. Uh, new maps are being added. Equinox, Firebase Echo, The Citadel, Gambler's Rune on PS4. PlayStation 4. Yeah. So, yeah. And Convergence is today. That is in Iron Banner. Iron Banner is really good. It's they really good. Iron system. Banner's fun. Did you play yeah. the new map, actually? Uh, yeah. I haven't gotten Pantheon? it. Pantheon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it does. I've only got it into rotation <laughs> yeah. a couple times Convert- as well, too. Is that the one that's called Convergence? Convergence? Yeah. It's yeah. basically a remake of Pantheon. We played cool. it a little bit last night. There's some small really changes good. to the sizes of hallways and yeah. stuff and yeah. a little bit of mm. the layout. It's actually kind of a nice balance change. Yeah. yeah. You like pointed it. out some stuff about the art, but – Well, it's funny because it's I, I – Yeah, I've said this in the past. Like there's just something about like Destiny 1's lighting style and its engine. It always feels a little bit more moody. Like everything in Destiny mm. 2 feels – a bright. little bit more bright and flat, and it's not a bad thing, but as an aesthetic quality, when you see remakes is when I really notice them. When you mm. see Burnout and Distant Shore, they just look a little less uh, – I don't know what the way is. It, everything just looks dry <laughs> in Destiny 2 <laughs> versus in Destiny 1, everything kind of looks like you know sparkly. It's weird because you push the PC though, and so you Ooh, know there's yeah. that softer anti-illicing look yeah. and some techniques <clears> they use, frankly, to hide – Worse textures, but well, yeah, but it didn't look bad. No, you are right. Doesn't look bad. But I mean, the, the PC stuff looks amazing. And it's it's yeah, really more, so I mean, it is different on it's PC. Crazy. But I only, I've only been playing on PC for two weeks. So the, the more, nice. the more I see 
go from That's PC true, and look back way. at console, and it, I hate sounding elitist, but uh, it's really annoying that they didn't make it 60 on console. Yeah. Well, supposedly, or at least the PvP. I've read I've yeah. read some comments that on launch consoles these days, PS4 and uh, launch Xbox, mm-hmm. that the game doesn't run so well. It struggles yeah, menus in, are in the menus, and yeah, and like because you think about even all the vault space and everything else like that, mm-hmm. they probably have expanded it over time. They're pushing. Yeah. I mean, that's a real bummer. System. I think this yeah. is. a I think this is a problem that we're going to see more and more of with AAA games across console generations that are iterative. Yeah. Uh, because I still have a launch Xbox and even, you know, I started playing on PC about eight months ago at this point. But before that, even during mayhem matches and stuff where there was a lot of visual simulation because supers are going off all over the place. Yeah. I would notice significant frame drops. And that's in a mode where you can't be having frame drops, you know? Yeah. That's a bummer for players. Yeah. Um, Two other small things. Free Gambit this weekend, and it's Double Valor weekend. So yep. if you don't have Forsaken, you can check out Gambit again for free this weekend. It's uh, real estate. <laughs> <laughs> double Valor weekend this weekend. So if you want to level up your PvP or PvE stuff, Rank work up. Yeah, work towards power, uh, right? your goals there. You get yeah. power drops also in PvP. Every and in three. Gambit, every three. In PvP, every every rank. Yep. And, yeah. and you said you haven't played Iron Banner yet? No, I much? played Iron Banner. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Like yeah. I just want to talk about that real quickly. The Power ban- enabled. Yeah, and the bounty system as well too, just to the fact that, uh, you know, again, they've addressed a lot of our complaints. You know, before you'd cash in like, you know, thousand tokens, maybe potentially never get the legs. Now you can basically see each of the bounties has the gear that you unlock and some of them are harder than others. One is like, I think a hundred orbs generated. That's probably going to be That's the hardest paper. one. Yeah. That's the hardest one. Get those but overall, work weapons. that's really yeah. good. Like, I mean, everything that we've kind of had a conversation about on this show in the past, Six months, at least within the context of even Iron Banner, I've addressed it, and I actually feels really good. enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, and it feels really good. Yeah, now we have to find new stuff to complain about. Thanks. <laughs> I also, well, I'll find something. <laughs> It'll happen. I also I'll like that happen. from a, aside from a few weapons, like I see a lot of right side or wrong out there, and obviously yeah. uh, Ace of Spades, but oh. there's a lot of variety in the weapons. Yes, like, yeah, that's I noticed really a lot good. of different people Not using a lot of different weapons. Oh, oh yeah, 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 there it is. And transit, transit, nerf it. The Nerve meme, it. I can't wait. Oh, uh, which but role did we, you get with your edge? Can we talk about how terrible <laughs> grenade launchers are right now, especially considering... Play the game. Play the game. Play the game. Play the game. Yeah, I have yeah. a low-level play of the game that I want to use more, but like I... On, procs. On, on numerous occasions, I have shot two or three grenades into a group of guardians, and they just Barely miss by a hair, bounce off the floor, <laughs> go flying into the yeah. air, and explode up there doing no damage to anyone. And, and it's like, well, I'm dead. It's gotten to the point where I don't really go for heavy ever anymore. Yeah, well, it's we're, kind of terrible. We're over on time, but there is one thing I want <laughs> to bring up level before weapon. we go. Raid-related. Uh, after the raid was completed, they added a, a cutscene to one of the areas, and I thought that was yeah. a, a really, really cool way. They always said, become legend in Destiny, and yep. to me, this is like... Oh, there's this legend of six guardians that went in and cleared it for the first time. Yeah. I, I really like that. It also unlocked a strike, the corrupted, which expand on the lore and the story. Beautiful strike. Uh, yeah. and it unlocked it a gambit map, Cathedral of Scars. I like yes. that these in game completions unlock new things for the player cool. base. And yeah. I like the evolution of the Dreaming City, how like there's a new enemy faction there and Petra moves and yeah. she's like adding to the story of what's going on there like i, I think love, we're gonna see more and more in that area i think you're absolutely right i think that stuff is super cool uh what's really funny though was after you ran your poll uh there was a lot of discussion sort of around how the uh, dreamy city changed as mm-hmm. a result of people completing the raid and a good amount of people 
uh, did not like that the that it was changed. Like they thought that that sucked, which I thought was really interesting. They didn't like that the, that the city became taken. Uh, they didn't like that there was this new brand new cutscene, a new quest, a new strike now available that hadn't been because one team had completed the raid when they hadn't. Oh, they oh, felt excluded. Yeah. They felt excluded, <sighs> which I thought <laughs> was really interesting. Because it's the opposite. Represent- to, I, I, I did feel the same way. It. I mean, I clearly. It's funny that a week later I thought I was over it. You know, I'm like, forget <laughs> it. Like, you know, I got a lot wow. going on. I didn't know I was going to – sorry for yelling the whole time. Um, no. No. I really relate to it. It's still really bumming me out and so I can at least relate to that. I saw that cutscene too and I, I was – I thought the mechanic was awesome but it sucked at Call It Overnight. I wanted to be part of that group that was like, yeah, man. I spent 20 hours in the raid and was yeah, part of this. Yeah. So I'm not part of it. You, so I, I wasn't yet. But like, I, get I saw the cutscene before we had – Cool, me- it, yeah. so, cool but, mechanic though. So yeah, you really wanted cool. it – you wanted that cutscene to be not maybe global to the game but individual. No, no, no. It you? should be. It was just the – again, inclusiveness is I right, thought right. I was going to be one of those people that took that shot the first day. And, and let's say I even feel it riven. Like I said, I'd feel a little closer to being part of it. But um, I looked at that and I was like <sighs> – Oh, man. Part of me didn't even want to do the strike yet. I'm like, should I wait to beat the raid? And then I'm like, I guess not. I don't know. And so. And there's story elements in the raid. Like, man, I'm just really happy with Forsaken. Dude, it's weird. It's weird how opposite I feel. Like, and it's not that it's a good or bad. Like, I I was going to say, sorry, you know, just like from a, you know, because I I was, again, watching from the outside as well, too. But the fact that I kind of saw it happen, I was jealous that I wasn't able to do it. Like I said, I had some family obligations. But. I think it's crazy that those things are in the world, and I'm super excited for the next time. I was going to say they should even – I'm of the mindset that they should have doubled down on that. Like I thought that wouldn't it have been cool is if the cutscene named the players? So that, yeah. that would have been great. That they are legends. Yeah. They were like, just like in the, the painting or the yeah. sketch. Yeah, cool. like yeah. that would have been super cool because for those players and yes. people who aspire to be that, yeah. that's like even a great reward. That would reward. be awesome. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And no one deserves that. Mm-hmm. Agree with you on that. <laughs> you gotta that, put in the time. That's kind of yeah. everything I want to talk about on this episode. We glossed over a lot of stuff. We have a lot more to talk about on the next one. But uh, I, Fran, I do have to say thank you for coming on the show and being a representative for the people yeah. who feel the same way that you do, who feel sort of left out and everything. Yeah. Because uh, if it was a one-sided show, that doesn't make for interesting content. And the reason I, I structure this show this way, the goal has always been to make sure that the community is represented by somebody. And you see in the comments, oh, I hate Destin or I hate this person this week. (laughs) And it's because we all represent a different thing and maybe the audience doesn't realize that, but that's – purposeful exactly yeah, yeah no uh, it's uh, almost like there are I, producers on this show. i feel like unfortunately those aren't the folks that watch till the end but um <laughs> yes you guys ate me alive on the show i knew that would happen and yes the comments are going to eat me alive but um i do feel passionate but and it's true important. about it and again there's no right or wrong that's yeah. what i i try to focus on in any of these discussions we ever have i'm like it's not about right or wrong i'm like can mm-hmm. just recognize each other's feelings <laughs> i recognize how awesome <laughs> it feels to be number 63 yeah and i don't I want you to, i don't problem. want you to yeah. feel bad about where you're at with the raid it, it yeah. sucks that and we I can't d- like come in and yeah. all i hope you guys do that i genuinely do feel um i used to be on bungie's team on the fire team and yeah. i played for it i really feel left off the team and that's why i feel like yeah. you you feel part of it still cj i don't you. i feel <clears throat> like i missed this amazing and destiny's never been better so it makes it well, worse well, right. that's where i'm coming from well what light level are you right now 543 okay because yeah, now my, I'm fine. My group, I got my group, my group is out. starting it tomorrow. We're all going in blind, all of us. So mm-hmm. if you need a player or if may, you need a team. Yeah, may work. We'll see. Yeah, and yeah. then I'm in the same boat. I, I do want to say, too, rarely do we get a chance to actually just talk about the people behind the game. Uh, Brandon Thorne, actually, I think it was Fran, you mentioned it, tweeted out just like, 
all uh, the people. All the that- people, yeah, Last Wish was brought to you by. So go look at his Twitter because it's crazy. Yeah, like raid testers, designers, um, prep testers, combat designers, investment designers, sandbox designers, world artists, FX, character artists, lighting artists, writers, audio localization – Marketing, community, and caffeine. It, it, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's a I had part so of, much coffee that week. <laughs> exactly. That's a part of it. I think that again on Fire Team Chat, we do try to understand that there are people behind the scenes making the game, and the way that you see us talking about it when we don't agree, there's probably a studio of how many? I, I don't know how big Bungie is, but imagine designing this one thing. People are going to play. It's going to sit as like a legacy to their game, and it's out in the wild now. Uh, to have so many minds, creative people behind it actually deciding to create this single product that we experience. I do think it's still mind boggling and, you know, the amount of stuff that could go wrong with the game. And when it happens, we make a big deal about it. Oh, your prime Engram's shop and everything else like that. The amount of stuff that they've done right is, is really mind boggling. Like it's incredible. So definitely, it was a pretty intense raid. It's nine point right. halfway there. The Destin Legary. I right. really like Forsaken. That's not just about the raid. That's about the entire content experience right now. It is fantastic. Even if you don't buy Forsaken and you're just playing base Destiny, you actually can get Forsaken drops. Yeah, like Forsaken gear. It's just it's kind of crazy how much they improve the product. Yeah, that's really good. So yeah, thanks. Uh, thank you everybody for being on the show. That's all we have for this time. Is it? So we all ready? <laughs> are we? I was gonna do it. All right. So until next time, everybody, Guardians out. heard the name Mary Queen of Scots and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy but how much do you know about her life and what she was really like for instance did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language in my podcast vulgar history we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part mini-series about the fascinating life of Mary Queen of Scots Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy complicated lives of women from the olden times Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.